Hey guys, Murray Valeriano, the Road Stories Podcast. What's going on? How are you guys? First of all, my sincerest apologies for no podcast last week. I was on the road. As most of you know, I was doing my Northern California tour. And the last two days, 100, 102 temperature. It sucked. Oh my God. I think we'll talk a little bit about that on the podcast today. Um, but <clears throat> I just want to... We talk a little bit about what I'm going to talk about right now, but I just wanted to personally thank you guys for coming out to the Purple Onion. Uh, rock solid listeners also. Road Stories listeners, uh, friends on Facebook, Twitter uh, followers, but most importantly, podcast listeners I want to thank. I, uh, I'm always amazed to, to see Road Stories t-shirts in the audience and, and afterwards and even rock solid for that matter. Uh, but obviously road stories has a little more special place in my heart because it's my podcast, which I just found out according to Wikipedia, I have been doing this show since 2007. Um, more on that later, but yes, I want to thank you guys. This is my quest this year to bypass bookers and agents and gatekeepers, gatekeepers, hopefully are becoming a thing of the past. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a ton, a ton of gatekeepers and, and, and bookers and club managers who are awesome. Dan Godfrey, the, who runs all the improvs. He's general manager of all the improvs. Awesome. Patrick Gary at Irvine, Cody Leslie at, at Brea, uh, uh, Stephanie in Chicago, Aaron, Melrose, Jamie, Renee Hart down in Florida. Um, I'm, I'm listening to all the improvs. Who, who else do, do I work for a lot? Um, uh, Randy and Andy up at Ventura. Emily, sweet Emily LaFord at the La Jolla Comedy Store. And Ryan and his beautiful wife, uh, say I think is her name. Um, bartender there, just amazing people. A, a lot. Listen, I'm telling you, there are a lot of great agents and bookers and managers who run clubs. Um, having said that, there's a fair amount of douchebags. So um, I just want to bypass those guys. And this was my test with the Purple Onion to produce it myself, book it myself, get the audience there myself, and be funny myself. And with the help of Tim Lee, it, it, it was a, I'm considering it a success. So, um, hey, if you want me and uh, a Road Stories friend of mine, let me know. Like Tim Lee and I went down, went up to San Francisco. Kyle Kinane and I can come to you. Um, Jake Johansson and I can come to you. Um, Jackie Cation and I can come to you. Graham Elwood and I can come to you and have come to you. Uh, Mike Siegel and I can come to you. So you want to surf with Lachlan Patterson and I, let's do that. We're head Lachlan and I are heading to Florida next week. We're looking for, we're going to be surfing. So, um, let's do that. You want to surf with Lachlan and I, and then we'll do a show. That's great. You want to skate with the full charge, Matt Fulcheron and I will do that. You want to watch movies with Graham Elwood and I and do a show. We'll do that. You want to jam guitars, in a band situation with me and Andy Wood or Greg Barrett, we'll do that. You want to sit around and be a dark cloud of bitterness and sarcasm with me and Dave Anthony? Done. Anyway, you get my point. We want to come to your town. So give me a shout and let's do it. Uh, just before we start 
today's episode with my good friend, Chris Franchola. I've known him for 20 years. Huge, huge shout out to listener slash comedian Casey Williams. Uh, what a great comic. Casey opened the show for us at the Purple Onion. Uh, very cool guy. I like his choice in hats. Um, but I said I had sent out, uh, well, I, I talked about it on my podcast. I said, hey, if there's any openers in San Francisco, uh, give me a shout. I, we're looking for an opener. And Casey and a bunch of other dudes um, emailed me. And uh, Casey, Casey, well, Casey got uh, Casey got it like it was a contest. I, I chose Casey because he was really funny. I, he was really funny. And um, he also uh, sent a link and a return <laughs> email address. Some people... Didn't send anything, but hey, I'd love to open for you. And I emailed him back. I'm like, hey, great, send me a link. And I never heard from him again. Or, hey, great, give me a shout on the phone. Gave him my number and didn't hear from him again. Or I said, hey, send me a link. And they sent me a link with no sound. So step up your link game, people. That's, that's, my, that's my suggestion for you. But anyway, Casey Williams, thank you so much for uh opening the show and doing a great job really put the really opened the show and and set the bar high and gave us a great tone for comedy um so i appreciate it casey i'm looking forward to working with you again next time i'm up in san francisco but in the meantime i need my casey williams fix so i listened to the barrel proof comp pump I listen to the Barrel Proof Comedy Podcast. That's Casey Williams' podcast. He does along with other uh, Northern California comedian Steve Osborne. Uh, it's great. It's right up my alley. It's a podcast about whiskey. And you know the Murr loves brown alcohol. Uh, more of a scotch guy. More of a scotch guy. But I will sit down and I will listen to you discuss whiskey. As a matter of fact, I'll sit down and discuss the whiskey we're drinking um, I'm bummed I did not get a chance to do the Barrel Proof Comedy Podcast when I was up there, but thank you, Casey, for the invite. Um, it's funny. You, they talk about whiskey. They talk about pop culture. They, they've been friends for a long time, so those always make the best, the best podcasts. Just to really let you guys know what the show is, I'm just going to read what it says on Stitcher. It is Sonoma County comedian Steve Osborne and Casey Williams taste different whiskey each episode. That's different whiskey each episode. That's a different bottle each episode. Uh, they spend an hour discussing and drinking the whiskey. They drift into 20 years of old pop culture references. So if you're looking for some BJ and the Bear references, boom. If you're looking for you sci-fi geeks or looking for Quark, References, boom. If you're looking for hee-haw references, this is the guys. By the way, points to you if you remember Quark. As a matter of fact, tweet at me, at Murray V, uh, hashtag Quark, if you remember about it. That's Q, if you remember about it. If you remember it, that's Q-U-A-R-K, Quark. Uh, I don't think any of you do. Prove me wrong. Let's take it from the top again. Sonoma County comedian Steve Osborne and Casey Williams taste a different whiskey each episode. Spend an hour with us as we drink whiskey, discuss the whiskey, drift into 20-year-old pop culture references, when things were rotten. How's that one for an old uh, television pop culture reference? When things were rotten. Uh, tweet at me if you remember if things were rotten. When things were rotten. Ten bucks says you don't. Uh, so tweet at me at Murray V hashtag when things were rotten 
or at Murray V hashtag quirk. Uh, we also talk about sh- upcoming shows and happenings in the Bay Area comedy scene. And finally, we drink more whiskey. So, guys, I want you to, you, you people always ask, what podcasts do I listen to? I'm excited to catch up on the Barrel Proof Comedy Podcast when I'm going to the Middle East to tour for our troops next month. So, Barrel Proof Comedy Podcast will be in heavy rotation. So, you can tweet at them at... Um, cl- oh, at Barrel Proof uh, Comedy, right? Hold on, I'm going back. I'm clicking on their links. Uh, I tell you what, start at Facebook forward slash Barrel Proof Comedy, and that will, I'm sure that will take you to all their Twitter pages. Uh, I'm looking at, at Barrel Proof Comedy right now. Um, uh, first thing I see, the Brady's in Hawaii. Come on, that is old pop culture reference. I love it. I love every minute of it. So it's uh, check out Casey Williams, follow his comedy, follow his podcast. Um, I'm super stoked that he opened the show. As a matter of fact, Casey, I got some San Francisco dates I'll be calling you about uh, if you want to open the show again. Um, so guys, again, thank you so much for uh, coming out to San Francisco. And if you're in Florida, I'm opening for my good friend Lachlan Patterson July 24th, 5th, 6th, and 7th, I think. So give me a shout. Um, let's grab a drink. Give me a call. Lachlan and I will be looking for surf in South Florida. So I'm sure that won't happen. So we'll be looking for places to drink. Plus, I will be staying at my father-in-law's house. I will be looking for reasons to get out of the house. All right. And then after Florida, I'm off to the Middle East. More on that. You guys, um, I know I'm not Mark Marin. I know I don't have 2 million downloads a week, but I love my listeners. And I thank you guys for sticking with this small show for a very, very long time. Um, there are many days when I don't want to do this podcast. And then the comics and I talk and I have a good time. Or somebody writes a review on iTunes and it changes my attitude. Or somebody just tweets about the show. Or somebody sends me a Facebook message and it just, it just changes my whole perspective on the show. You know on Facebook, like everybody complains about Facebook, but then that one day a year your birthday rolls around and everybody comes out of the woodwork to wish you a happy birthday and it just changes your whole perspective on Facebook for two weeks that's what it's like when I get one email. That's what it's like when I get one comment on the Facebook page. That's what it's like when I get one review on iTunes. It it just changes my whole perspective on the show. So if you've ever, ever thought about writing a review, sending me an email, commenting on, on Facebook, do it. Because you you never know when that's gonna when I'm gonna need to hear it and see it. I always love to hear it and see it, but sometimes I need to hear it and see it. And when I do, it just changes my whole outlook on comedy and podcasting. And I thank each one of you for listening to the show. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow, more missing merch And drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon 
Hey, thanks for tuning in the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, part of All Things Comedy. What's going on at All Things Comedy over there, Aaron? We've Brungart. 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 Thank you. It's only been uh, six years. Yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, three new shows, <laughs> allegedly, with Theo Vaughn and Matthew Cole Weiss. Boo. Uh, I don't no. know. Theo. Theo. <laughs> oh. like, no, Theo's a good guy. Theo's I like great. Theo. Yeah, yeah. Theo's I like Theo. Nice. Um, worst Birthday with Michael Costa. And date used fails. to be a tenor, tennis pro. Another nice guy. Ranked. Yeah. Nice guy? Ranked. Yeah, oh, he ranked? Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was that good. It was like 800 I think he something. was, yeah. You yeah. worked down at Comedy Magic with him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, funny guy. Yeah. Is and, that it? Yeah, and Date Fails with Kate Quigley. Right. Uh, Kate Quigley. Always naked. Yeah. Nice girl, too. <laughs> when she's yeah. naked? Or yeah. Oh, with I mean, clothes? You know, she seems like a nice person. Mm. Hard worker. Always out there doing something. Yeah. And Giannis Papas has a new album out, right? Yeah. I have to do that. He's Greek. Mm-hmm. So I have to plug the Greek. I, yeah. My wife's Greek. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah. My brother has a Greek wife as well. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, Greeks are good my, people. They, my, they're very ter- they're very Greek though. Like normally they don't marry regular white guys. No, no, no. Seriously, I got the stink eye from yeah. from Greek father in law for my the first two years. My brother still gets it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And then he's like we're super bummed because I'm not into soccer or any sports. So he's like, well, he should have just married a gay guy. Yeah, Greeks <laughs> stick to their own kind. For well, sure. I guess man. everybody does, really. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Hey, Chris Rangiola joins us today. What's going on, buddy? Nothing much, Mur. How are you doing? I, I have to say this. Every time I come to do your podcast, uh-huh. I have to say that I believe you were the first per- podcast person ever. I remember doing this. Yeah. It had to be 10 years ago. I'll Before t- I ever heard a podcast, it was me, Jackie Cation, Graham Elwood, mm-hmm. and you. Yeah. At your house. I don't know if you're still in the same place. But, no, no. We moved to the West Side. Um, and I've there was no podcast back then. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell saying. you when it was because... Somebody just started, a, a Wikipedia page just went up on me, right? and it says my first podcast was 2007. Yeah. So I've been saying 2009, but it was 2007. It was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be 10. Yeah. So there you go. 2007. I, I believe So that. excuse me as I slap a fake smile <laughs> on and trudge through this shit one more time to quote right, Bill Hicks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, man, I want to thank everybody for coming out to the Purple Onion last Thursday night. Um uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Kind of self-produced the show. Purple Onion uh, is like a famous spot for Joan Rivers and Zach Galvanakis to the thing there. And yeah, it that, used to be real famous back in the early. It was like Smothers Brothers. Yes, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. A lot of albums. And I then they closed it down. They closed. Uh, they closed it down and then opened it around the corner. Oh, got it. Got um, so uh, the new one is called Doc's Lab. Okay. Which I'm sure you heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, basically, I, I guess what they did was they kind of did what CBGBs did, just sold the name, so now there's a CBGBs in JFK Airport. Yeah, you know? the, right, right. Okay, so, right. So now the Purple Onion is in uh, a bar around the corner. And the original CBGBs is a clothing store. Yeah, 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 I actually have a, a picture up on my Facebook yeah, it's page. John Vervedo's. Yeah, totally. Yeah, of course, you right. know that mm-hmm. clothes horse. Right, exactly. <coughs> By the way, still shows up at ten thirty in the morning, dressed nicer than most people go to work. Well, yeah. I mean, it's all I have at this point. You know, I mean, I got, I got a couple of jackets left in the arsenal. So I, I remember, I remember going to your old apartment on Tahunga and and going through your and you had you were first of all the only dude I knew who had a crappy apartment but a walk-in closet. Yes, I did. <laughs> the closet was almost bigger than the apartment. Yeah, it was it was an odd setup over there. I still live relatively close to that and walk past it and look. For, you know, I love that place. If I just like you know the only thing that made me move from that place was like society. Like if people would come and go, why are you in such a tiny little place? Oh right. I would have stayed there forever if I could have. Yeah, I, I don't need space. I would have stayed up at my place on Beachwood forever yeah, if I didn't right. get married. Yeah, you there know? you go. Um. So anyway, Purple Onion was great. Uh. Uh. 
self I've never done this. I never self produced a show on the road before. Yes, and it went it went fantastically. If I, I can make up a word, I feel like a lot of people are doing that these days because I, I mean, like the guys I like, like the Kurt Braunohls and uh-huh. you know, and, and those guys. I feel that they're you don't see them in clubs. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. see them on you know do it. I've done it a couple times and it, it's really been fun. You kind of enjoy it again. Yeah, 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 definitely. You, know, you do like a one nighter and then you roll on to the next place and it feels like you're in. Show business, right? Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's super stressful though. I don't it, know. It, I don't know how you handle it, but I, I handle stress not well. And it's only about shows. That's the only super thing. stressful. Like, like like people come out. Yeah. Well, I get people out. How do I? Because I didn't do. Because the Purple Onion doesn't have a radio promo right. department or anything like that, so I didn't do radio. I didn't do any print. So it was all. I did a bunch of San Francisco podcasts. Right. I tweeted. I facebooked. Yeah. Um, so I, um, what small mailing list I have in Northern California and the people, I mean, there's one of those places that has kind of a crowd anyway. Sometimes they're, you know, you, yeah, you try to get one of those. Yeah. But I think people like, like, all right, the, the, the podcast listeners, when I first said it was like, Oh, I thought that place closed down. Yeah. Like nobody knew it literally moved around the corner. Right. Cause it is, I, I did not know that. it is in the basement of a bar now. Right. Which is kind of cool too. Cause I like that old. You know, those old right. bar shows we used to do here in town, and it, it kind of had that feel, yeah, except people much. were paying attention. That's great. Yeah, I actually good. did a bar show last <laughs> night uh, that people were paying attention, way down in Covina or something. I happened to see it on Covina. Facebook. Covina? I don't know. I just was looking to do something, sure. so I drove down, and uh, it was it was fun. It was good. I, now I forget the name of the place, but it was interesting. Yeah, do people get like oh excited because Chris Rangel is shot? No, there? not no. Yep. It was like real young Mex- Latino kids, and they had they had no idea who I was. Right, which is almost good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I do the Melrose Improv a lot, and I feel like it's that that crowd's like young Latino. Mm-hmm. You know, and not that I love Cristalia, but you got to be Cristalia to get them. They go nuts for like when he's oh, going yeah. wild, and I don't. Know, I do that. Well, I guess they're not really. I do the Ice House a lot, and they're hugely Latino. Yeah, that, that's an Latino place. Yeah, yeah, but they're not young though. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And um, I do all my—it's hilarious. I do all my Latino jokes in San Francisco, and you just watch the uptight white hippies go. Ooh. I know. I've <laughs> never. I, I I've never loved performing in San Francisco. It's never been my. And I've done it a ton up there. Right. And it's just. And I feel like all comics kind of say that, unless you're Al Madrigal or the guys who are from San from Francisco, San Francisco. Yeah. They love their own. You know, Jacob oh, totally. Saroff and uh, some of the guys who are from up that way. But if you're I don't know. Yeah, it's just never been my favorite play. And I've gone with like like really gay guys too, right. like Guy Branham and stuff. Sure. And they they didn't even love him. Really? Yeah, which was weird. <coughs> They're weird because I've been doing this stuff about religion lately, and I'm like, oh, I'll go to San Francisco. This stuff will fuck. This will sail. Yeah. And then they were uncomfortable with religion. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, really. I don't quite understand San Francisco crowds. As liberal as they are, they're they're not. Yeah. yeah. Still, my favorite thing Bill Burr ever said about Boston. He called, he's like, it's a racist San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so listen, if you ever want anybody to book a tour for you, talk to Murr. Okay. Let me let me, t- let me tell you how it went. Yeah. Tuesday night, the Throckmorton <laughs> Theater. The night after Memorial Day weekend. Oh. Okay. Wednesday night. Uh, There's like basketball games going. The Jaw- Golden State Warriors in, in the northern in up, northern up, yeah, Jaws uh, Jaws Sharks <laughs> the Sharks oh, that's San right. Jose Sharks on Wednesday too. Thursday first night of the Warriors game oh shit. Saturday Pride that's right like, I was up against everything fun <laughs> oh my god yeah and and like getting getting people to come to comedy anyway is just so hard yeah man. totally it's just like anytime there's anything going like you go to every city and they're like oh you should have been here last week when there was no royals game yeah, or whatever exactly. the case may be like, oh, great, man. um but we had i mean like the funny thing is like laughs unlimited in sacramento is going to be my skate 
part of the tour. Yeah. Because I was, I was just going to middle, and I was just going to skate it and have no problems. Right. And they... It was Pride. It was the Warrior. I mean, like, the, the least audiences of the whole tour. Yeah. And it was, it was work. I'm like, this is the part where I'm supposed to relax. I worked all week, ten, you know, the last 10 days. This is right. part where I'm just supposed to phone it in, uh, have a good do, time. Did you do, like, a whole weekend there? Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Six shows? Whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was... Oh, and it, well, that was where Pride was, and... Uh, um, like Pride, like the... Gay Pride. Sac- so yeah, Sacramento, Sacramento Pride. Pride, yeah. And we had a huge, huge lesbian turnout on Saturday night. Good and, crowds, normally. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. But the the guy I was with did some... He was a good guy, and I won't say, and this is going to come off bad, but he had some, he talked a lot about Kate, Caitlyn Jenner, and, yeah, that's a, yeah, and it no. wasn't necessarily in a positive light, and I'm not giving an opinion either way, I'm just saying it wasn't necessarily in a positive light, and I was just wondering how that was, and I just sat back waiting for, see how that's going to go in front of a, it is in front crazy of a pride how, crowd. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, I've seen that a lot on the, because mm-hmm. here, you know, we, we you can't mention it, you just can't oh, right, say right, a bad right. thing about it, you right. can't, you just got to pretend it hasn't happened, or whatever. But on the road, man, it's still they're saying some harsh stuff. I guess they, they <laughs> like they haven't gotten the memo. I was I was doing a show at the Mel at the Melrose Improv last week, mm-hmm. and this guy got up. I won't say his name. He was I mean he, I haven't seen him in a while. I think he lives in Vegas now, so maybe he's not as. And his opening line was "Where are my faggots at?" Like and not thinking. Was he gay? No. Oh no! And it, it was black guy, and it was kind of like shocking, like. Wow, man! Right, you can't say that anymore. Right, right. And it, but he didn't seem to know that at all. But or if care, you, which is almost you like, there's two ways to look at it. I'm glad a guy doesn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Or, but come on, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> well, you can go to Eddie Murphy's first album, and the first track a, is "Faggots." Faggots. <laughs> I know a lot of it. I mean, even uh, Louis C.K.'s first record, he comes out and goes. He, remember, he calls that guy like right away. Shut up, faggot. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he goes on to say this whole thing. I was watching Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, because that's what I do on the road, and uh, that part where he thought Ted was dead, and they get up and hug, and they're like, fags. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I wow, you can't, that can't fly. Right I mean, who knows? I mean, look at 16 Candles. That 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 Asian character, you couldn't do that Long anymore. Duck Dong? Yeah, Long Duck Dong. <laughs> I mean, it, they play a gong every time he comes on screen. It's just, it's amazing. <laughs> God, I love that movie. That movie's so good. <clears throat> but I used to have a joke Asian. with a with a punchline was faggot, but... Uh, it was just what people called me. Basically, it was what they called me in the South when they found out I was a vegetarian. Right, right, right. So Which I, like, I do, I have something similar where, yeah, you know, I say my nickname in high school was faggot. Right, so, right, yeah. But, but it, yeah, so that's a little different, I think. Yeah, I, I agree yeah. also. Yeah. But it's funny, if you take, like, that That was the first time I had an opener say the word faggot in front of me one time, and it just took the shock and funny out of my joke. Right. Like, once that word was said, like, I feel that deflated. way about any any time an opener touches upon anything you kind of do. Yeah, it does, and it's hard to tell them when you're on the road. You're like, you know, just stay away from that bit because it's something similar to what I right, do. Right. It kind of takes the wind out of the sails of what I do. And yeah, I mean, I, I, as much as I like and Jacob Saroff, they were having him feature for me a lot, different places. I don't even know that guy. Oh, you don't know? I thought you guys knew each other. Uh-huh. Jacob? Around, Jacob Saroff. You've uh-huh. been around a while. Yeah? Yeah, Glasses. Uh, good guy. Oh, Glasses. That guy. I know, but not, yeah, San Francisco <laughs> Glasses guy. Uh, I don't know. She, I, his wife's a comic, too, I think. Um, but she was kind of have a very similar vibe to mm. mine. And I was like, it just, it doesn't work when we're, we're like the two, same people. Oh, no, you got to have different. Yeah. You got to have different. I like a girl, normally. Like, I, oh, yeah? I'd rather have a female feature for me because it just gives a different whole 
thing to it. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. I've never specifically requested a girl, but I don't yeah. mind girls in front of me. Yeah, me neither. Anyway. And then I got sick on the road. That was the other part where it was work. The last two days, I went, all right, first of all, it was 55 degrees in San Francisco in Mill Valley, 108 in Sacramento. So in an yeah. hour and a half, I drove from 55 degrees to 108 right. and just fucking got hammered with a cold. Yeah. So then, not only that, are the crowds light? I, I'm hoarse and nasally, so every joke is going like this, and there's no inflection, and I wonder why people aren't laughing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never realized how important, I mean, it's stupid to say that in this late in the game, how important inflection and tone is it's, in delivering It's everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's all of comedy, I guess, you know? <clears throat> so I still got a little bit of a cough and a nasal uh, situation happening here, so I apologize for that. You ever get sick on the road? I don't get sick a hell of a lot, but oh, really? uh, yeah, like it's very, very rare. Um, but I mean, yeah, I've had some, I've been hung over. I, I, you, I uh, mean, I, you know, when I was out there hard a couple, you know, last year, the last like five, six years, I was out there hard and I was going out like crazy. Right. I mean, I'm, I, I, I changed overnight. I swear. I'm like a different guy these days. Yeah. I, I have no desire to be in the, like last night going down to do this thing after the show was over, turned into a bit of like a club type right. vibe down there. And I was like, oh, I mean, oh my god, I just couldn't handle it. Really? And, I, you? and these are like twenty. Exactly. I know. I, 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 I listen. I'm. I'm as, uh, I was expecting you coming into a club in a walker. <laughs> it pains, it pains me to say it as well. But I mean, there were like twenty-two year old girls there screaming and doing fireball shots and stuff. Right. And I was like, I just can't do it anymore. Oh, like man. I couldn't even. And not you know, two last year I was I was going out like a wild man on the sure. road and going you know whatever city I was in, I would go to the bar after the show was over and troll it for whoever was, right and why you know. wouldn't you exactly it was part of the appeal of the road yeah uh but now it's i, I just i can't so i was hung over a lot yeah like, that was rough and then you just stay in the hotel room till you know five six o'clock and everyone's like did you see anything great in nashville <laughs> like i didn't leave the hotel yeah. room you know everyone everyone thinks it must be nice traveling all over to these fun cities i'm like yeah i don't yeah. see anything nothing at all it's all my third time around yeah you know? No, I did. I had I had Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday off in San Francisco, and I this was the first day, and I just traipsed around San Francisco. Man. Yeah, it was I great. love guys who I do that. Day drink. I haven't yeah. day drank in four years so or something, nice. and you know, I ended up hung out at a bar, yeah. talked to these people for an hour, left, went to another bar, talked to those people for an hour. It was awesome. It was right. great. Yeah, so like I love guys who do it. I see some guys who go out on the road and then they I get up in the morning, go to the art museum. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. go, you know, whatever they have to offer in that city. And it's really nice that people do that. I mean, I, I've since done it a little bit. You know, I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. Oh, you did? I heard just recently I was just dive. in Cleveland. It's uh, who who told you that? Um, it's everybody who's been there. I know. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I went years ago, and I thought it was amazing. Sure, sure. And then I went back just recently, and I'm like, wow, what a dump! Really? I, and I know I know they have the Republican convention coming yes, so they're really trying to get Cleveland, up, you sure. know, to, to doing a ton of stuff to it. But I mean, this place, there's nothing to it. It's there's the one. You know, uh, area where you, know, you got Prince's jacket and things right. like that, and then there's like a little. It's just an odd. I was. I don't know what, what why I loved it so much the first time. Huh. It's got a bad. Well, we're both been vibe. to music and stuff. I know and that's the other thing. I'm like really into music. It's got a real bad vibe out front. It's kind. It's kind of like weeds growing out of the like. Oh. It's a huge like. <laughs> you know, have like a huge like patio type thing uh, leading up to it, which I thought could be like a hipper look to sure. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Then a patio. Yeah, and it's still like weeds growing up, and the fountain was turned off. The whole thing was just. It, it really needs an upgrade. Right. 
And it's I, got I, Steve Miller spray painted "fuck you" on the side yeah, of the wall. Yeah, <laughs> like he's got a real beef with it. And I guess he, rightfully so, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's uh, here's how here's how shitty the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is. I had somebody on here who was working. What is it? Hilarities in Cleveland? Yeah, hilarities. Yeah, yeah, hilarities. Yeah. And he said after it was my first time there, and after the show, I asked all the people what there was to do in town, and they're like, eh, "Not really, nothing yeah. too much, nothing." Right, and he's like, "Isn't the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame here?" Like, oh yeah, I guess it is. Like, yeah. they don't give a shit. About I know. That I guess place. if you live there, you've seen it once. You've seen it, you know, because there's nothing new. Yeah, well, yeah, they're not going to add anything. No, Hendrix isn't going to have another guitar anytime. Right, <laughs> so there you go. It's over. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I'm going to have to do that in the beginning. So never mind. We're going to do that. Uh, one, I, I've known Chris Frangiola for up on. 20 years now? Gotta be since the beginning of, of all this shit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Pretty it really much, yeah. has. Yeah. Because yeah. you were still in a restaurant. Now I just, was still. I just started writing and doing stand-up. Right. And uh, we used to traipse around the city doing god-awful bar gigs. Bar gigs uh, everywhere. Down Santa Monica, all those places. Um, you know, I still see a lot of those guys from that, from that era. Yeah, it's Jamie Kaler. Um, Kaler, you know, of course. He lives right by me. I see him a lot. Uh, yeah, it's it was a good time. It was I, I it was it fun. Then. It was fun. But here's what here's one of my uh, most vivid memories of Chris Frangiola. Um, why not? Let's go dark. Nine eleven. Nine eleven. We spent nine eleven together. Yes, we did. We. Uh, I was uh, Sarah Colon and I were dating at the time, and uh, I slept over her place. Um, and she woke me up at like five in the morning. Yeah. And I honestly, I can remember, I honestly thought she wanted, was waking me up to listen to uh, Stanhope on Stern. I'm like, oh, fuck it, I've heard him on Stern. I don't yeah. want to. She's like, no, we're getting attacked. We're getting attacked. And we got up and we watched, I think we watched the first building fall and then called you guys because you're a Long Island guy. I'm a yeah. Jersey guy. So we grew up in the shadow of the towers. I worked in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was an electrician in it for oh, two, shit. three years. Your yeah. whole family were electricians at the... They still are. Yeah, and uh, but uh, yeah, I worked in the Trade Center for three years. And then uh, your buddy Carl's brothers were cops? Or cops, they were cops They were cops time. in the city at the time? Since retired, yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was, it was a while. I mean, I remember because I knew just how giant those buildings were. Yeah, yeah. I I was sleeping at the time, and I got a phone call from Sarah Tilly, okay. who I was dating at the time, and she called me and said, the towers are down. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Right. They were so gigantic yeah. that they couldn't fall. And sure enough, both gone. Yeah. Which is why, crazy. And then we yeah hung out afterwards, and it was just a bizarre time. It was a bizarre. I remember, I remember two things, because we hung out at your at your old Tamont t- with the walk-in closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the place. And I remember two things that I'll always remember is, you know, you got a group of comics hanging out on 9-11 for eight hours. By hour number five, the jokes are flying. Right. You know, there's just jokes going on and we're having a good, and we're not having a good time, but we're just making jokes, being smart asses. And then they released that video of the worker who had the video of the plane going above him yes. into the tower. And yes. they showed that and it like... Started all over again, like that, all the jokes. Yeah, they were shooting like a documentary or something, weren't they? Yeah, it yeah, was that, re- yeah, they were shooting a documentary, and some guy caught it on his, on yeah. his camera, and then it was then it just started all over. Like the joke stopped for another it's five just hours. Such a <laughs> fucked up, t- and you know, I remember for God, all those shows like The Daily Show and Letterman and all them. Like we can't do yeah, yeah. comedy ever again. Like we're 
we're uh, this it's over right, like, right comedy's over and i mean eventually it all just kind of came back again now you can almost make joke like it jokes are accepted from oh yeah uh, about it louis ck had that great joke yeah. about uh master the thing about yeah, it's a great <laughs> bit yeah how how quickly did you masturbate after, after yeah. 9-11 mine was between the two towers falling <laughs> <laughs> i remember driving back i was working at mirabelle restaurant at time on sunset boulevard and it was just like a weird, you know, you remember the city was just dead. Nobody dead. was on the streets. Yeah, yeah, and, empty. And I was driving back over Laurel Canyon, and I was listening to back when, like, radio was a big deal. Jim Ladd was on 95.5 Oh, I hung out with Jim Ladd not yeah, too long yeah. ago. He had a great show. That, and he, it was like midnight, and it, he was just, like, kind of talking about what a terrible day it's been. And he, it was Tuesday. Right, September right. 11th was a Tuesday. And he played Tuesday's Gone by, oh, wow. by uh, Skinner. Skinner. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, fuck, that was such, like, what I was like, great what a choice. great call. <laughs> you know, he's like, I mean, we'll get through this. You know? Right, and right. He, and then he goes into Tuesday's Gone, and it was wild. Wow, that's an amazing I mean, choice. that's one of the things I'll never forget. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I forget from your part, it was me and your, it wasn't you. I thought it was you for a long time, but it was actually me and your buddy Carl McKeenan. Um, we're sitting out on your balcony, and... I guess I was smoking at the time. I went through like smoking, non-smoking. Like I smoked for yeah. a month and I wouldn't for like a year. And, you know, they landed every plane. Every plane was grounded. There was, you know, you weren't allowed to take off or anything. And me and Carl were outside and all of a sudden this, what I assume is an F-16 just went. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like straight across. Like it was following the Los Angeles River almost. It went right. just straight. And both Carl and I just went. <laughs> I, know. I just got it like was the craziest chills. And, and, and I remember that. That's another thing because you, you, you don't realize how many planes are in the sky throughout the, you know, in a, oh, on yeah, a normal yeah. day. You just don't notice yeah. until there's none. Then you're like, <laughs> oh shit, that's a weirdly like quiet right, right. thing that there's no planes in the sky at all. Right. And then uh, if you had uh, ever, if you had just forgotten about uh, 9 11 at all, just uh, go to see the U2 tour <laughs> following after it, and Bono would remind you about it every five minutes. Oh, with the you remember uh, names that? Then we scrolling went to, up. Yeah, then yes, we went to the uh, right. yes. U2 show where they were scrolling the names, and then I knew two. Yeah. You picked out like five. Yeah, I knew a couple of guys. Uh, yeah, it's fucked up. That was crazy. Crazy, was a crazy time. But I don't think I've ever talked about that on this show. No, that was a, that was uh, yeah, that was some weird weird shit. That's a long time ago now, man. Time flies. Well, it's 2001, weird. right? Yeah. So it's 15 years 15, ago. Wow. Holy cow. Fucking crazy. Jesus Christ. Almost as long as I've been doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. Mm. Do you remember your first show after? Because you know everything shut down after nine yes. eleven. You couldn't all the the improv closed. Everything closed down for like five days, maybe yeah. even a week. Right, right. I remember. I think it was like upstairs at Red Rock or something. I think uh -huh. I, you know we did something, you know, and it was all you know people hugging and stuff. Looking back on it now, it almost seems a little corny. Yeah, sure. You know, sure. we're all like really, oh, what a terrible time yeah, it was yeah. for us, you know. But shit. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, here we are now. You right. Know, it's yeah. all, until something something shitty something happens. Something other again, shitty happens. You know? Um, I'm trying. I, oh, I did. I did Room Five, which was this bar above a restaurant. Good spot. Yeah. It, it used to be a good spot. Far Farfalla. It was yeah. above Farfalla. It was. Now it's called something else. Mal it's What's above a Malfi's actually? Uh, yeah, Malfi's. Yeah, it used to be called Acme. Farfalla. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. What's his face? Is part owner Corolla. He used to be. I think he's out of it. Now. Is he out of it now? Yeah. Remember? I don't know if you have a song, but Morrissey used to hang out there all the time. When I, it was far follow, Morrissey used oh, really? to sit down there and eat a lot. I used to see Morrissey at the Cat and Fiddle bar on, yes, that was on another Sunset. One. Okay. Yeah, right. So he used to sit at that place too on La Brea. It was on La Brea, I think, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's closed now. Yeah. Is it's it fun. what? 
The cat, cat and fiddle. Oh, yeah, cat and fiddle's fiddle. closed. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I remember I walked in one time. It might have been for your birthday or something, or somebody's now, birthday. We, were like, we used to do like a Mirabelle Christmas party. I remember, and you, you were coming to yeah, that. Yeah, for some yeah, reason I was like invited crazy. to that. Yeah. I don't know why. But I remember I walked in, and I'm like, hey, every time I'm here, I see Morrissey. And everybody's like, right behind you. That's <laughs> right. I remember that. Yeah, he was sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> and then naturally he got up and went inside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who knew Morrissey didn't like fans? Didn't like attention on him. <laughs> So what's now? So what are you doing now, man? You're just, are you are you cruising the road? What's going I'm on? Cruising the you road. Did, you were out heavy last year. I, I was out heavy the last four four years. Yeah, I was. You know, I was doing pretty much every weekend. Yeah. Oof. Um, which I'm not right now. You know, and I, sometimes I miss it. I really do. Yeah. I liked I liked getting on the plane. I liked getting there. I liked the hotel. I liked the club. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Uh, is it is a pressure like you were saying? You know, are people going to come? Are they going to show up? Right, are they right. gonna, the clubs will all, you know, always, ah, oh, man, come on, bro. You got to tweet about it. I'm like, you know, it's all that <laughs> shit. And it's like, uh, well, there's only so much I can do. With sure. My, I don't, I have 120,000 Twitter followers, but I don't know how many of them live in Peoria. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, there's only so much you can do. You guys got have to be responsible somewhat for, for this. Right. You know, of course. Club and stuff like that. But. Yeah, you still do it. Like, what do you think about morning radio these days? You still doing morning radio? It's fun. I yeah. like it. You know, I mean, I got to talk a lot about you know Chelsea lately and sure. all that shit. All still always, which is cool. I can right. you know I can go down that road. But um, yeah, morning radio is fine. Morning TV is fine. Yeah, it's, it's all the same thing. Well, you wake up dressed in a tuxedo uh, that's every morning. The thing. Practically, I, and then, you know, the, weird, the weird the weird thing is every morning radio show I do and TV show they're always like, "Wait, you really got your shit together for a comedian?" And I'm like, "What, what are these comedians?" And, and then I see pictures because they all, usually always snap a picture and put it on there. Right. And it's like, "Oh, now I see what you guys are they're rolling about. in hoodies yeah, like, and t-shirts." Oh, and it's like, they, yeah, everyone looks homeless. Yeah, they don't know that you go to bed in designer pajamas. Yeah, so I do kind of, I do, I do get myself together for it a little bit. I, but you're on TV. I mean, what's of the, course, of course, yeah. Like, even yeah. if it's more, even if it's local television, you're still on television. Right, exactly. Step you it up kinda, a little you bit. Kind of got to put it on, out a little bit. Yeah, that kind of like, um, that like vagabond, vagabond road right. look. I don't like. I no, don't get into. I've never been that guy, but yeah. I mean, honestly, now like those morning TV shows and stuff, I do them now like Dayton, Ohio and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, that'd be a job I'd like to do at this point in my life. Like be that morning guy in a little city just going, hey, you know, we're going to have comedian, blah, blah. And now yeah, we're yeah. going to cook spaghetti and, you know, and show you some fun summer cocktails. <laughs> I really like, I have like a dream of being that guy now. I want, that was the first thing I wanted to be was a DJ. Yeah. And now radio. No, not even radio. I'm talking TV. I'm oh, talking morning like, TV. I'm talking oh. like, li- you know, li- oh, living, yeah. living in Dayton, which, right. you know, airs every city has one. Sure. Um, you know, and the guy's in a suit and it's a, probably a small fucking market where nobody watches. And, but it always see it's really something now I'm like, God, that looks like a pretty fun gig. You learn They're how to make hell. potato ca- pancakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like the people who are doing it are in hell. They tell me like after it's oh, like, really? oh, they hate the it? worst. I think so. Cause there's like no budget for those things anymore. Literally there's like a cameraman. Right. And the people were, who are on the show and that's it. There's nobody else in the building. And do you think they just they just like had stars in their eyes when they got into TV? It's Maybe. like I'm going to be here for a year. I guess and you're then a I'm going to pick up by a national. little bit. You know, you probably go to the car dealer and you hand out balloons to the kids on a Saturday right, right. and you get a couple bucks for that. But you know, some you we live in Los Angeles. Yeah. Where 
real estate is just, the, I mean, as big, as high as it gets. Sure. You go to some of these cities, you could live like a fucking king, man. I oh, mean, yeah. I was just in Dayton, Ohio, which is not a bad city. Pretty mm -hmm. cool vibe, nice, you know, cool. Oh, I was just like, on WSSO in Dayton yesterday. Yeah, like cool record stores and shit. Mm -hmm. Like they got a cool little vibe going on there. You could buy a house, a, a nice one, $60,000. What? $60,000? And I'm not kidding. These are nice. You can get an old style wraparound porch, $60,000. Wow. The guy who was featuring for me, feet my feature, mm -hmm. was living in a fucking mansion on a lake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in Los Angeles, this would be a $4 million right, house. Right, right, right. So sometimes you, I look at that stuff and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? You oh, know? yeah, man. I mean, my parents, they bought they retired and bought a house in Montana. Their mortgage is $800 a month. Uh, right. They have exactly. a four-bedroom house. Yeah. It's crazy. My gas bill is eight hundred dollars yeah. practically, man. Right, right, right. It's just. Not. But a lot of comics are a lot of comics are bailing out of this mm -hmm. town, man. I just talked to a guy who's a uh, shit. I forget who it was now. Maybe it was I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say his name. But anyway, he's going. He's going to like New Mexico or something. He's oh really? Going, yeah. Yeah. This comic I was working with lives in actually lives in Dayton. I think. Yeah. Uh, I was working with over the week. He's like, yeah, man. I did my did my tenure there. I got my late night spots. I did right. this. I did that. I had a deal. Well, doesn't go. Stanhope lives Arizona, think, Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. One of them. And a couple, I know a couple of guys who kind of live. I mean, what, what, why would Stanhope live here? There's no reason. Yeah. He could yeah. book himself out of anywhere. Oh yeah. And sell out anywhere. Yeah. Right. Oh man. And plus he might've burned a few bridges out here. <laughs> yeah. Right, know, which is fine. I'm not saying, yeah, listen, he's, uh, he was, remember he was on, a uh, Louis Anderson had that short-lived stand-up show on Saturday nights at like midnight or Friday nights at midnight or something oh, like that right, after dude. all the late night talk yeah. shows and Stan Hope was on and I was at the tape agent he's like and it was like a H HBO produced show and he's like yeah HBO said they're going to give me an hour I didn't realize they're going to give it to me seven minutes at a time oh that's great <laughs> I'm just like he's just digging his own holes great I mean those guys I mean you could make a big living on the road man they don't need, oh yeah they don't need to be here anymore shit door deals on uh, in backyards door and deals, bars yeah and you're making 150 grand a year that's on, my goal this year or then man. some that's my know? goal this year is just to bypass bookers yeah it's it's tough you know it's it's tough to do but you just because they the clubs all they want they 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 book themselves out for the year they don't give a shit they yeah, yeah. they get their their list of comics from ICM or whatever and they're right. like but him 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 there's fifty two we're done yeah okay. yeah yeah exactly on to the next uh, year yeah and I'm sick of these uh just I'm just sick of them not policing I I worked a club recently I won't say which one and. Uh, <laughs> I'm sick of fighting with drunks, man. Oh, yeah. At, really? At this right. age? At yeah. this age, I still have to fucking fight with drunks. Yeah. I mean, it's... look, I understand why you're going out and you're having a good time. And if you get drunk, that happens. But it's the club's responsibility to step up. Right. I mean, there was this dude started a fight in yeah. the lobby, in the lobby of the, of the club. And I go on stage and he's in the fucking front row. It's amazing. I love when the clubs are like, I can't believe people got that drunk. I'm like, you have a shot special in the bar for like $2 fireballs before the show that you're like hyping up. You got, right, a, guy right. with, you got a guy with a bullhorn going $2 shots before the show. And then you serve drinks and fish bowls. Sure. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, with 25 straws. Everybody have a good time. And then you're shocked that people are so fucked up yeah. at, at the show. You're encouraging. And I understand. These clubs got to make money. That's yeah, how they course. make money. That's fine. I understand that. But there's a 
club, I won't say the name of it, uh, good club, really nice people run it. They serve a drink with a fucking kazoo in the drink. What? Like, I have a picture of it. I can show it to you. They put a bunch of colorful little kazoos in the drink as if to say, while this guy who's you know performing, make kazoo noise. Like a, you couldn't have a more annoying fucking thing in this drink. It's unbelievable. That's and it says that, I know how we all like we're artists. It's an art form. Like right. oh bullshit. Like there's no other art form in the world where they would serve fucking fireball before the show. Yeah. You don't go to Hamilton and they give you a fishbowl with a fucking kazoo in it. You know? So it's just like I mean we are li we're lion tamers in the yeah. end. Yeah. You know? I mean but there is a certain point where I don't know if you want to call artist art Stand up is art or not, but you just—it is. I, I'm not saying it's not, but it's a. We are a club in 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 Omaha, Nebraska. I don't know. It's hard to find the art sometimes in it when you're when well, it, that. Yeah, you know when, when you that. got when you're fucking fighting kazoos. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> I remember. So, who was telling me the story where they were doing New Year's Eve and they handed out uh, they handed out blowers. Yeah. I, I, As they were walking in, yeah. maybe it was you. I, I, I was, just, and you're I like for it. the next show, you're like, let's hand out the blowers, yeah, around eleven fifty nine. I by my last, I just did New Year's Eve at Zanies in Chicago, and um, this New Year's Eve, and the feature act. He's I haven't been, I haven't done it in a while. I mean, the guy went on forever. I was supposed to be like done because they were going to do like a balloon drop at midnight. So, right. and the guy keeps going on and on. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? It's eleven fifteen. Finally, he gets off. He's like, I'm sorry, did I go long? I'm like. Well, kind of, you know, because now I got about 10 minutes to go here. And, oh, really? And it, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. And I was like, fuck this. It was crazy. But anyway, we said it was like a balloon drop mid-show, <laughs> you know, which is fine. I mean, which, you know, New Year's Eve's a mess anyway. Yeah, so you kind of just have fun with a it. A racket anyway. Yeah. The bum, Like, I've been now, because I don't do anything on New Year's Eve anymore, so I'm happy to work New Year's Eve. But every time I get called for New Year's Eve, it's like Irvine, Brea. Right. And they won't put you up. No. They don't, don't pay anymore. And New they don't Year's pay Eve, anymore either. New Year's Eve used to pay real well. Now it's just yeah. a regular club. Now it's just a regular weekend. I remember I got called to do, uh, work with Kreischer. Was, Burt Kreischer was uh, headlining. It's like, hey, man, you want a feature for Burt Kreischer on New Year's Eve? I'm like, yeah, that'd be awesome. That's a party, yeah. right? It's a party 364 days out of the year with Burt Kreischer. So New Year's Eve, this is something I got to witness. I'm like, cool, what does it pay? It's like, hey, regular feature. Yeah. I'm like, it's New Year's Eve. I know. Like, yeah, 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 it's, it's regular it, feature. It, yeah, 10 years ago, it was, it was a big deal, but not anymore. Burt, that's a guy, Burt Crash. I don't know how he still does it, man. I see videos of him, like, out. You know, he goes he goes back to, like, the apartments of the club. The guys <laughs> work at the club and stuff till 5 a.m. and shit. <laughs> I just can't do that shit anymore, man. Is, uh, um, and were you hearing that crackling in my mic? No, it's just my headphones. All right. You know what? Hold on. My wife is calling me three times. Hold on a second. Okay. What's up, honey? You all right? I'm fine. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Why? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Bye. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, that was funny. We heard All right. You want to switch out your phone, your headphones with that one? Just, um, just literally pull the pull that one over from there. Both these headphones. The, yeah, there's something wrong with the connection on that one. Okay. So. Sorry, I'm gonna have to no, edit just, this out. No, just leave it connected because that that connection is wrong. It's bad or whatever it's going. So out. just pull these headphones on. Yeah, yeah, just pull those out. All right. This should be fine. You figure I've been doing this since 2007. I know what the yeah, fuck no I'm shit. doing, Chris. Sorry, this is a. No, it's oh, okay. Oh look, these are so much better. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Once about we that. switch those out, I'm listening to like the early Beatles mono <laughs> stuff on podcasting here. You don't like a little distortion? <laughs> not in my, uh, not in my uh, headphones. All right. My wife's been hitting around to pick up my son, so I'm just going to let her pick him up. All right. Sorry. Uh, but other holidays I like to perform. Yeah. Father's Day, Mother's Day, that Wednesday before Thanksgiving, 
Valentine's Day and whatever uh, Sunday is before a Monday. I've off. always enjoyed uh, New Year's Eve. I, I do kind of like it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's been good. The last I've been worked the last three or four, and it's been it's been fun. I did Salt Lake City Wise Guys uh, two years ago. That was fun. I, Chicago has me a bit. I because they have the three clubs, so you'll do like one year. I did the downtown. We don't line. we don't talk about Zanies on this podcast. I'm, oh, I'm an improv guy. In Chicago? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I've never even seen it. It's not in Chicago. <laughs> Don't they have oh, Sham- Schaumburg or something? Schaumburg. Yeah, it's right, one of my favorite is, clubs, man. It's yeah, great. I've heard it good was, things. It was like one of the original 500 seaters. Yeah, yeah. I know. Now they're all 500 seaters. Now they're all. And now uh, they're opening one in Oxnard. I heard, I heard. I'm actually going there tonight. I'm doing... Um, Ventura? Ventura. Harbor? How is it? Am I making a horrible mistake? You're doing Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Tonight. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it, because that's going to yeah. get buried in the next... Oh, I know, I know. That's what I've heard. months, man. Yeah. Poor guy. I mean, like, I don't, I don't mean to talk shit about that club. I'm not talking shit. It's just that's what's going to happen. Right. And I talked to the manager of the improv, the general manager, and he's like, he's like I, we're not going there to, to put that thing out of business, but, right. you know, we just, there's a market there that we want involved in. Right. So it's not being vindictive or anything like that. And is, are they building it like, is it from the ground up? Or they from the ground up, yeah. I believe, and it's another 500 seat theater. Shit. Wow. So. I know. I heard they're bringing like big time people up there. It's going to be like Eliza and, and Segura and think people yeah. like that, you know? Well, that's what they're doing down in Irvine now. I mean, they finally started taping specials. I know it's place. beautiful. I love it down oh, there. Oh, it's man. great, yeah. man. They, they, sh- you know, I, I mean, I don't fucking draw shit down there, but it's, uh, I know, I know people who do, and they love yeah. it, man. Well, I gotta. They won't headline me on the weekends. They'll headline me like the Wednesday. Yeah, that's what I do. I do the Wednesday. Like that. I do all right. Nice. Yeah, it's good. If you got to get two hundred to make it look decent. If I get to the, you know, you know that one area, yeah. that, that wall. <laughs> if I get to that wall, I'm, I'm happy. You know, I'll, I, I never get beyond that wall. That's a, that's a, that's the whole goal, just to make it to the first wall. Right, make it to the first wall. That's hilarious. It's my goal in any club. Like I, <laughs> I mean, I'm not a fucking giant. Tr- I've been, I do well some, some places, right, right. some places I don't. I just, you know, I'm just not whatever it takes to be the guy. Sure. Uh, I love that people are, but I, I'm not one of them. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, those places you're a draw. Um, take away four of those places, and that's how many I'm a draw at. <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah. Right. Right. So so the same boat. Yeah. But what are those cities you like? I love Nashville. I love the Zanies there. Uh, I have a cousin. I have a cousin in prison in Nashville. Is that right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Actually, a great. He's out now. He's out. It's now. a great city. It's a great vibe. Great club. Mm-hmm. Great people running it. Uh, good one. I like those guys up in Tacoma Comedy Club that just opened yeah, yeah. another one. Yeah. Uh, I think it's up there somewhere. I forget the name of it. Is that Laughs or is that Kirkland? No, no, they do. It's called Tacoma Comedy Club. In Tacoma. Oh, Tacoma Comedy Club. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they just opened another one. I, I'm not exactly sure. But that's real fun. Man, I, I, liked, I like a lot of Funny Bones. Columbus, yeah, yeah, the new yeah. Columbus just uh, just remodeled. It's great. Yeah. You know, they're, they're really looking for big crushers now, too, though. Columbus is. All of them, all yeah. the funny bones. They they're like, we need we need Segura every weekend. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know, hilarities in Cleveland. We mentioned earlier is great. I mean, the ones that everybody tells you are great. Are yeah. great. Where'd you record your album? San Diego, uh, American Comedy Company, another oh, really? great club downstairs. Is that good? Cool vibe. I've, I've never always had kind of a fun time there. Yeah, it's it's a nice low ceiling, downstairs mm-hmm. thing. You know, I've been having a blast at the La Jolla Comedy Store. Uh, she was going to book me. Uh-huh. The woman uh, called me and said, we love you. Come down. I wrote her. I never heard back from her. Yeah. Yeah. They're all a little bit of flakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm finding that like these, I, I got to tell you these days, man, I'm older. I'm just like, I can't be banging my head against the fucking wall right. anymore here. You know I mean? Right. If I'm out of this game, maybe I'm out of this game. Right. I, I just, what am I going to do? You yeah, know yeah. I mean? I, I've had a good run. <laughs> I've been in the fucking business for a long time. 
Uh, I've, I've saved my money. I've yeah. invested oh, well. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I was, you know, I never lived I, too high on the hog. Right, I, right. I, made, I did very well over Chelsea Street for a long time. Drive that Bonneville yeah, for 25 exactly. years. Yeah, exactly. Like shit like that. <laughs> Honestly, the car I have now was was a little too high on the hog. Like, oh, really? I, I mean, I have like a, you know, the highest end Cadillac. I wouldn't have done that. Like, to, to, if I had, if I could give anyone, like, I tell young comics, like, if you stop making money, just fucking save it. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, you know, this, this shit, it doesn't go forever. Yeah. And you've seen it. We've seen it a million times. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's a short trip. I learned earlier because I got my first writing job out of the gate. And I'm like, this is the job. This is where I quit my day job. I'm never going back. And right. after that first writing job, I didn't get a writing job for two and a half years. Oh, yeah. No. So totally. I learned early on to like fucking put that shit in your, the same put that in your mattress, yeah. man. I, I, I mean, these days I say, you know, it's a short trip. Save mm -hmm. your fucking money. Uh, and, and also take everything. Take yeah. it all. I, you think it's a, it's a shit gig or a shit job or shit whatever. Take it. Take it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, and you'll look back in five years and go, you know what? I'm glad I did. I'm glad I took that. I'm glad I took this. Do every podcast. Do every fucking shit show that'll have you. Yeah, because yeah. Some, you'll eventually look back and go, fuck, I should have taken... Right, right. You know, now whatever. you're calling those guys back. Saying, no, hey, exactly. You still wanna, exactly. You, you know, still wanna... I mean, you look look back on the guys who were hot ten years ago. They're just not. Nobody's nobody stays hot forever. Yeah. So it's uh, you know, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's my that's my fucking tip. My my depressing. Uh, well, I started yeah. this with nine eleven. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about the cover of your album. What's your album called? Uh, the shallow end. The shallow end. Yeah, I'm not. You know, as you know, you if you have an album. Yeah. You, the day you release it, you hate it. You know, you're like, God, it's it's like, I, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done of that. Course. Uh, I got five jokes that I threw in that I just written and I kept them in there. And now they're 10 times better. Exactly. Exactly. Same thing. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, fuck, man. So you hate it. Uh, the album cover. I mean, the albums are weird. You know, what's they, the album cover? It's just me in a pool. It, uh, dressed in a suit. Okay. Yeah. Where'd you get the, well, didn't Billy Joel do that a long time ago? <laughs> Did he? I was wondering if that's where you got it. Being a Long Island guy. No, I think it was Billy Joel was in a... Yeah, you might be right. On the back of glass houses, maybe. It's on mm. the back, though. On the front, he's throwing the rock. Yeah, the front uh, is throwing it, yeah. I, yeah, was I don't know. Back of glass but houses? I've since... I thought I was so edgy and... Uh, and that, oh, with, the, with the material? No, no, no. With that oh, with the, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. like in a suit and a pool. thought I was so sure. edgy. Uh, I've since seen 25 comedians with the same fucking <laughs> Mo Mandel has the oh, same really? cover. Uh, yeah, like five <laughs> other guys. So I'm like, oh, great. That's, mine, is, uh, mine is me basically pouring... Scotch in a baby bottle. Oh, it's the milk. Yours is what? What's the it's name? It's called title? Rusty Cow. Yeah, Rusty Cow. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, since I did that, yeah. like, uh, what's her face has like wine and sippy cups, and I'm like, oh, well. oh, that girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stephanie like, Wilder. Yeah, Stephanie yeah, Wilder. Yeah. I'm like, oh well. So just when we think we're brilliant, somebody I know, comes in and I know. Like, everybody. Yeah, done it was everything. brilliant ten years ago. It was good. You know, it's good. The album gets out there now these days. Yeah. You just do it to get on. You know, all those the pod, the things. You know, Serious XM, yeah, all that, all stuff. that shit. Yeah, you exactly. get in that loop, and then it plays, and so yeah. that's always fun. Otherwise, you don't sell them anymore. You know, I remember what the ma my manager told me. He's like, the biggest comedy album in the world, Chris. You know, Chris Rock right. sold. 200,000 copies. He, you know, Jeez. he they don't sell anything. Right, right. Is that even gold? In, yeah. In, no, during, it's not. It's during, not. So he's like, though, you know, he goes, to, com, to compare it, Train's last album sold 10 million copies. <laughs> so it's just, it's not even close. <laughs> yeah, I would, uh, I still, because I still, you know, I have them and I take them to shows and sell them then. And right. I had, I, one of the guys who comes and sees me up in San Francisco, uh, he, like co-created paypal or something like that yeah so you know you can afford a ticket um but i like here you know he's like you have a cd out i'm like yeah here and i gave it to him he's like how much are you selling for i'm like 20 but you can have it he's like oh i don't 
have a CD player. Uh, it was <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't, I don't, where, yeah. where am I supposed to play this? Yeah. And I'm like, well, and then he laid into me about, you know, I'm like, well, listen, digital he, download. I know, but yeah. you can't sign a digital download. I know. You know, I know. what I mean? And, and they give you, you know, they give you, I know some comments give like a thing, a code. Here's your code for the digital. Oh, download. do you get the, do you have the code? I don't. Okay. I was, do I. I, I left regretfully i left so much money on the table merch wise i just didn't do it i never did it i thought it was i and another regret i and i would tell anybody fucking do the merch sell it take it run Yeah, yeah but i i had a weird thing my father always instilled this in me don't rip people off and i always felt like it was like these people like i was playing areas where people don't have any fucking money sure it's not san francisco it's not la these people if they came out and spent 20 bucks and Mm -hmm. had a drink they're they that was their right that was their budget for the month to come out to a comedy show so i always felt like a little like a kind of a dick stay sitting there at the door asking for 20 more bucks on the way out. It was yeah. just, a, it was, it's my thing. Sure. And it was stupid. Yep. I should have just grabbed it all <laughs> and ran. But I just, I just, I felt like, it, I felt like I was ripping people off. I could see that. I, I find it very hard to, like I watch, I always, I always say the first time I opened for John Witherspoon, man, 20 minutes of his closing bit was selling merchandise. Right. And I was embarrassed for him. I, had, I was embarrassed for him until I saw the fucking line out the door. Yeah. Same. And I'm like, oh. I mean, there's, you know, friends of mine, Joe Coy, Eliza. I mean, these guys sell, uh, you know, fucking, uh, for my friend Fortune Fiends had just started uh-huh. doing merch. She's like, I mean, it's crazy how I sell these fucking things. Wow. Yeah. And so, I mean, you're talking another $2,000 a weekend or, oh, maybe, yeah. or more in, in some cases. Joe's smart because he has, he gives t shirts. Joe's a fucking genius. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. How, I mean, the energy that this guy puts in, and, you know, it's paid off. I mean, the oh, guy yeah. makes a million dollars a year as a comedian. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's, he's, he gives every waitress and waiter in the club a T-shirt he gives, to wear. He gives so them, it's like advertising. Yeah. He gives everybody every Like I, people, because we have kind of a similar audience, will mm-hmm. come see me and then I'll come see Joe. And that, they'll, you know, they'll tell me, oh, Joe bought a VCR from my mother when I told her I didn't have a D, you know, DVD oh, wow, player wow. or something. Crazy, crazy shit like that. So he's like a super nice guy. And yeah, I, he's just to say VCR, whatever yeah, DVD <laughs> player, some shit, you know, whatever, who knows? By the way, I met five years in my house after we redid it and everything's fucking breaking. Oh, really? Yeah. After we redid it and my, and our microwave broke and it's been three weeks and I finally, in my, how much are microwaves? 75 bucks, 90 Probably. Bucks? I don't even know. My wife managed to find a 450 fucking Jesus. dollar microwave. I didn't even really such a I thing. know. I was so, like, so now I have to, and yeah. they don't make it anymore, but it would, fits right in the hole. So. Yeah, you got to, right. That's what oh, I'm that with it. So I finally get it done. I oh, find a microwave that, you know, same model. Get the, get the, you have to buy the stuff that goes around it. Yeah. I don't know what that's called. What's that called? Molding? Molding around yeah. it to fit it in. I finally get it in. I hire a guy to do it. He puts it in. I get home. Mary comes home from work last night. She looks at it. She goes, it's crooked. I'm oh, like, oh, shit, really? <laughs> and you hire like a pro to do it? I, for, I, this is four weeks in the making of oh, this fucking fuck. microwave, man. It is. So now I have to go straighten out. I got to put like a matchbook under it or something. Yeah. <laughs> like a toothbrick. Right. Like used to balance the tables and the... Yeah. With a uh, wadded up napkin. Yeah. Back where we, we used to tables. use a very inappropriate term on Long Island for that. Where I won't say what it is. I don't know what that is. Oh, you you know, as a Boston guy. When you do something. I'm not a Boston guy. I'm a New Jersey guy. Bl- you know that. Blank rig it. Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, mm-hmm. whoa. Yeah, that's what we. Whoa. Hey, I'm not hey, I'm just Listen, saying. Listen, 
We do not yeah. use the phrase Jew rig around here, all right? <laughs> well, there is that one, too. There is? Yeah, I've heard that. I've never heard yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Wow, you're a fucking racist on Long Island. Yes. Oh, God. No, there's no worse racist. <laughs> really? Racist. Oh, that, not me, but I like right, the right. guys on Long Island. Well, you got all this Italian. Weirdly, but like to, to each other. Like the Italians hate the Irish, the Irish hate the blacks, the blacks yeah, yeah. hate the Jews, the Jews. But they're all to there. Right. You know, so they, we live amongst each other, but we all hate each other. Oh, yeah, well, that, yeah. I think that goes for Yeah, in that a nice way. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, it wasn't like us in Jersey. We yeah. hated everybody, but we're all white. Right. <laughs> you know what I've never done is I've never done governors. I've never done governors. Governors I've, on I've Long never, Island? Is that good a good club. sentence? I've good club. Good, good yeah. old style. They actually just they bought the one that I started out at, McGuire's out on Long Island, way out there. Um, oh, McGuire's. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. The, it's governors now. Okay. They, but it's been there 25 years, uh, but they bought it. Um, the governor's guys. This, so then I have Levittown, Billmore, and and out there in Bohemia. But that was like the first place that was headlining you, right? McGuire's? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, they were only headlining me. They would give me like a Thursday in hopes yeah. that I would bring in. It's so... Long Island has never... You could talk, talk to any comic from Long Island. There's a ton of like the, all the big ones. Seinfeld, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Rick, Rick, shit, everybody are all from Long Island. Ray Romano, Rosie O'Donnell. They'll all say, like, it's never a fun place to play. Oh, Getting really? people out of the house is so hard on Long Island. And I believe it's well, because... Well, now with all the blacks and Jews running around. Yeah, those damn... Black, they've ruined everything. <laughs> no, like, uh, like, I think it's because people commute, uh, you know, to work. Oh, yeah, so totally. By the, by the time you get back to your house after you worked all day in New York City, you're like, fuck that. I'm not getting off the couch at 8 o'clock. Yeah. I've, I've, I've just gotten home, so I think there is something to that. That would... Yeah, because you and I kind of lived just... Probably the same distance from Manhattan. I, I was about a 40-minute train ride from Manhattan. Yeah, so was yeah. I. I was like, yeah. uh, you know, car-wise, 20 minutes. Right, but for, right. Yeah, and my friends' dads used to get up at 5, 6 in the morning. I did. Oh, you did? You, I you lived on the, the fucking, Yeah, I lived on fucking Long Island. I, used to, I took the Long Island Railroad at uh, 4.20 or something a.m. Right. to get into uh, to work. In, in New York oh, Trade God. Center. There's nothing that sounds worse to me. Yeah, than then that. I would switch at Penn Station to take right. the E train down to World Trade. Oh, geez. Fuck. Brutal. Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be back there in two weeks <laughs> doing the same shit. <laughs> you still, yeah. like, still have your uh, electricity, yeah, yeah, electricity oh, license? I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go back. Yeah, I can never. Yeah, so getting people to come out of the house after spending two hours each way on a That's train. That's the thing. And it's tough. You know, it's tough, especially on a you know Thursday night. Yeah, totally. It's like where I'm from, you go. I go back. Uh, I, you could probably attest to this. I go back like Wednesday night at nine o'clock. It is. There's not a car on the road. <laughs> yeah. Like people think. Oh, New York. It must be. You know, hopping about. Like, now where I'm from, it yeah, is yeah. rural. There's. They roll up the sidewalks at nine yeah. o'clock on a Wednesday. There's not a person in a restaurant. The, there's a couple of losers maybe sitting at a bar, but right. that's about it. And it's it's a and it's still. I go back all the time, and it's still that way. I'd be one of those losers at the bar. I, I I have to drive around to find one. And, uh, people, you know, there's nobody there. My my parents retired and moved to Montana, so I don't get back to Jersey anymore. Yeah, so now I just I just call some friends when I'm working in New York. Yeah, the, that's it. That's interesting. My parents don't really live in Long Island anymore either. They're down in Myrtle Beach, but they have a house there still. Like they took my grandmother's place, so I go back quite a bit. For no reason, really. <laughs> Just because, like, I, I, there is, it does kind of like I don't know, mellow me out. I do, I do like the vibe of it. Yeah, but I'm mm. like, I'm officially a California kid now. I've lived here longer than I've lived anywhere me else. Me too. I uh, slept through an earthquake this morning. I know. So I'm officially. I totally. It must have not been that. It was a five two. I know. It that's what I heard. Big. But I I, did it. you feel it? I was awake. Because I have yeah. to say, I have some stuff that's pretty that sits pretty precariously on my shelf, uh -huh. and it didn't even fall. Right. I have some uh, Pez. 
Kiss Pez dispensers? Uh, I have those also. Oh, okay. And, and like normally they fall over sure. uh, with nothing. And uh, out of it, old age? Yes. <laughs> right. And they didn't fall at all. So it couldn't have been that big in my uh, area. At least. I but a, I, I saw people tweeting about it like it was a bad, you know, it was big. In yeah, yeah. Spots. Well, you I know. Was on the, I'm on the second floor, so I felt wh- it a lot more. Where, where, where do you live exactly? Valley Village. Okay, so it might have been. Where, what, where, was the, uh, where was the epicenter? Borrego Springs. Yeah, like, like where? Palm Springs. Palm desert. Springs. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Borrego Springs. Yeah. Which, so I heard some guys who, like, uh, do, do you know Jay Hollingsworth? Big Jay. Yeah, yeah, Hollingsworth. Big Jay. Yeah, he was at a movie and he was like, it was it was crazy. It shook pretty good. He, he was at a movie. Four in the morning? One. No, it was oh, one. It was one in the morning. One. I guess he went oh. to like a midnight show of some horror oh, okay. film or something. All right. Oh, it's one in the morning. Weirdly enough, the last big earthquake we had, I had just left a movie. I went to see In the Name of the Father, Daniel Day Lewis. I love that movie. Remember that bit? We had a big Pete, one. Pete what Pete year was it? Yes, Pete Puzzlethwaite. What year was that big one? We is that ninety shit? I'm aging myself now. Was it? Northridge? Oh, oh, the huge, Northridge, huge one. Northridge. The huge one. Yeah, you were like you were here for that one. Right? That was like ninety four. I just landed. You, so you you were yeah, in yeah, LA. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was like I might go home. <laughs> I went through I went through like two big ones. I've been here a long time. Oh, I've really? been in LA for twenty something years. Oh, okay. So I went through two like fuck. Is this gonna stop once? Really? Yeah, there, that was nasty. I remember I was on uh, I was living in one of the few high rises in Hollywood. Yeah. Um like uh, on like Wilton and Franklin and it's like eight stories and I was on the sixth one and I was literally watching uh street lights bend yeah like bend over like almost bow to where the light would hit the ground and going back and forth like that it's some scary and talk about not being in control of anything nothing anything because you don't know is this is this the beginning of a giant one like is this are we starting like even even last night you're probably like is this gonna now start really rumbling go on for three minutes be a 10 point fucking five right right the city is gone gone you know it's it's like that rock the movie the rock movie where he was that you see that shit movie the rock the rock he made an earthquake movie last summer oh the rocks oh i was thinking the rock because i just watched the rock when i was in san francisco no 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 so (laughs) and in this movie uh the rock uh he he manages to like grab a plane and fly up san francisco and find his daughter in a building as the building's sinking he spots her through a window there she is go get her really and yeah it's it's i mean i guess you got to suspend your disbelief when you're going to no uh, into a rock movie a rock movie (laughs) i thought he liked to be called Dwayne now he does i think he's an actor now but yeah he likes yeah, to nothing, he, you know he's got why would you not i would go with the rock i think still over dwayne still call him the rock i'd go with the rock dwayne i think it's dwayne the rock johnson all right yeah, i think so wwe probably. still owns the rock okay. oh is that right yeah, one of those character. things yeah because yeah. i'm looking for anything besides murray <laughs> so if you want to call yeah, me murray, rock, murray Valeriana. i'll take pebble at this point yeah all right we got to get out of here uh, how do we do oh wow we did good well almost you're late i was late yeah i'm i was I, I, I'm, I'm not good on timing my, my trip um, for, and after all these years. You know, Google Maps like, will tell you what time you're going to be It's somewhere. amazing. And they get it to the second. I don't oh, yeah. know how it, it's, it's most last driving down to Covina. So you'll be there at 9.07. Mm-hmm. And I got there at fucking 9.07. Yeah. It's crazy. I drove back from San Francisco. I drove that last that little tour I did because I was all over the place. It's fun, isn't it? I like that, man. I do. I, yeah. But let me tell you, six hours is my cutoff. Yeah, that is a long time. I can do Vegas. I can do San Francisco. Anything I'm doing Vegas past next that. week. Where are you I'm going? going? I'm doing the House of Blues, the foundation room in the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay. It's kind of a new thing. I, do. Oh, I was going to say, I haven't heard about that. Yeah. I need a new place because the improv just closed. We'll see how it goes. All right. I hear that, <coughs> that Brad. Oh, Brad's Brad great. But 
The Brad Gatz place is great, man, I hear. The booker was the first person to ever book me professionally, and I can't get in there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, she she wrote me and was like, uh, it's the hottest club in Vegas right now. Good yeah, luck yeah. getting in. I'm like, oh, whatever. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You know? She wrote me a, a little nicer of a note. But yeah, <laughs> but basically that's what she wrote but to me. Nice, but yeah. the subtext was good luck. Good luck. Yeah. I'm like, well, you were the one who said... You were yeah. the one who broke, gave me a professional career. Right. I yeah. used to do, I mean, I do out, you know, off the sh beaten path. I, you know, uh -huh. Sun Coast was fun. Um, oh, I hated that place. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I had a good time there. Yeah? Yeah. And then uh, now I'm doing that other one. That uh, I'm doing two shows in one night. You're doing the foundation the room. The Dirty at 1230. Oh, that's a fun show. I hear it's really fun, yeah. That's a fun show. I never do it. Because it's again, it's twelve thirty, right. and I'm I'm at the Improv at the other end of the Strip. Do yeah. I want to do it? Right, right, right. Do I want to drive or do a twenty five dollar yeah. Uber ride down? So I never do it. But I heard it was like love a, it. Someone told me it was like a seventy dollar cab ride from the Strip to out to that South Point Casino. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah, because you got to figure it's a Friday night. I think it was Michael Costa. Somebody was saying they would. Michael Costa was like, "Fuck it, I'll pay for the cab," and he took his like feature with him. Right. And then they got there, and Costa was like, oh, "I don't know if I'll be paying for the cab. Like Eighty five dollars. <laughs> I'll be paying for the train. Yeah. Right." No, but that's a good show. That's a good show. Um, and then what else is out there? There's a ton of stuff. There's yeah, Tropicana yeah. has a la la factory, the factory, I think, of course. And there's, a, there's, I think, Stratosphere's got a place in there now. Yeah, oh yeah, the uh, L.A. Comedy Club. The thing about those, factory. the thing about Vegas is, you know, you're there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, they, they know. do some of them do five, show every two night. Two shows every night. Yeah. Uh, the fact the factory's the only one that does two shows every night anymore. I thought the Brad Garrett one was one show a night. Brad one, one show a night, but you're doing but you're doing Tuesday through every, every night. Yeah. I'd even do Monday. You might even do Monday. Tropicana. Which is, you know what? Shit, I'll do it. I'd sit there and check in my hotel room and enjoy Vegas. And That's what I do. And you got to think about it. Like, there's no there's no weekday and weekend in Vegas. Right. So, you know, people book, oh, we're going from Saturday to Wednesday. Yeah. You know, oh, we're going from Monday to Thursday. So there's no weekend crowd versus weekday crowd. So you get a, like a Monday night show is great. Tuesday, yeah. nights, Tuesday nights are probably the best nights in Vegas. Vegas was, Vegas it was such an eye-opening experience to me because I went, like, when we were at our hottest, mm -hmm. I couldn't fucking, I didn't wait in a line. Oh, right. I was whisked into every club. Sure, sure. I was given a bottle at every fucking uh, pooled side cabana. Right, right. Uh, a year later, you know, it was a, it was a little bit of a line. You know, Six like, pack yeah, at the yeah, cabana. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It was amazing. And then it was like, and then it was like, oh, it was so fucking great. Then, you know, now it's just like, oh, call like the, you know, the Cosmopolitan. What do you got? Like, nothing. <laughs> You got nothing for you. That's ah. crazy. But yeah, that was a, that was an eye-opening experience. Did you see that coming, or were you yeah. prepared? Or yeah, I mean, I don't need that shit. I was never one of those people who just you know like took a lot of shit for free. I know a lot of people, you know, they love that free shit. You know, they were yeah, they're looking at they're, they're like, I love free they're, shit. They're like, oh fuck, man, they're gonna give you a bottle. They're gonna give you that. Like, I mean, it's just it's fine. Like know? But they, Cosmopolitan always treated us pretty well when yeah. when we were hot. Right. Um, but not anymore. Really can't call yeah. over and like, hey, it's Chris. <laughs> Fuck that. They're like, no Click. way. There's like 20, 10 other guys behind who are, you know, 10 times bigger. And right, right. Else. Uh, TJ Miller's. <laughs> setting up. All right, Chris, where can we find you? What's going on? Uh, what, all that shit. This know? is going up this week, so. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, I mean, club-wise? Yeah, at, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing that dirty at 1230. It's the next Next Friday thing. in Vegas. And then, uh, and then I think I got, I don't know, Scottsdale. Um, Stand up Scottsdale. Okay, I'm out this weekend. I mean tonight I'm at that place. But oh, uh, Ventura. Yeah, Ventura. Tell Randy I said hello. Is he oh, I actually there? have to call him today. Yeah. He called me yesterday. Um, oh, I was going up to do a guest spot, but I got booked at the store. 
At the comedy store? At the Ventura. Uh, I was going up to Ventura today, tonight. Oh, you would have been with me. Oh, well, we could have drove together if I got yeah. booked at the comedy store tonight. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, uh, you writing on anything? Anything like that? Uh, I mean, I have a thing, you know, that's, that's at, at uh, whatever. Who knows? We'll yeah. see. Oh, one of those? Exactly. Theo Vaughn, actually. Theo Vaughn's a, a part of it. And, oh, great. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Check out Chris Frangiola. Follow, what is it? Chris Frangiola on Twitter? Yeah, Chris Frangiola on Twitter. I must follow uh, you, right? I, I keep up. I keep up with my Twitter. I feel like Twitter's been fun. Uh, and then all that other shit. All that, um, what's the one now? You just send videos of yourself. Um, what is that? Ask you, Aaron. What is it? What, Snapchat? What's it? Snapchat. Snapchat. There you go. Thank you, Snapchat. Yeah. And uh, that's the new one that I do. And ah. They're all kind of fun. I don't know. Really? When is it all going to, when is, when is it going to be done? It's not going to be done. This is the no, new world. I mean, like, Twitter's got to be on its way out, right? Well, it is. It picture. is. The thing about... You don't have to stop talking. The thing about Twitter is um, the there's no new people coming to it, so right, they're okay. there. Uh, you got if you whatever you have right now on Twitter, uh -huh. whatever your following is, that's your following. That's it's it. Not gonna it's bigger, not going to get bigger. It's not going to get smaller. Okay. It's it's at that. So you got to go to the next thing if you want to feel like you're anything. Whatever. Who knows? None of it makes any difference. People think it does, man. I, and I have a great example of it is Khloe Kardashian's show that just got canceled, Cocktails with Chloe. Uh -huh. Everyone, she's the biggest fucking Twitter person in the world. She's got sure. 35 million Twitter followers, Instagram, all that shit. Nobody watched this show. <laughs> no, three people watched right, this right. TV show. She tweeted about it every day. Her mother tweeted about it. Kim tweeted about it. All the Kardashians tweeted about it. So that you're reaching 80 million people. Sure. And nobody, nobody watched, watched the show. It. So it just doesn't translate. They tried when Chelsea lately ended. They tried to put that girl in that big girl who has a YouTube channel. You know, basically fill in that stuff. Oh, uh, what's her face? Helberg Grace. Helberg Grace, who's yeah. very funny. Well, she's she's, she's like yeah. the only one. And I, like... and I thought the show was kind of funny. Nobody watched. Really? So because uh, they don't watch TV, man. They, they see her on YouTube. They're not going to go. Oh, let's go watch her on. Yeah, know, let's go on, watch on with commercials e at eleven o'clock. You yeah. know, when we have to. Yeah. Plus, so. fill in that time slot with because Chelsea's audience was. Housewives, weren't they? Right. Pretty much. You're yeah, not gonna fill. No, you're not gonna get no. that. Keep that crowd with a YouTube star. No, exactly. So, yeah, but uh, that's where I think our audience is, man. Housewives. Yeah. Oh, I walk into a club and I see the older crowd there. I fucking love it. I love <laughs> yeah. it. I uh, just like people roll their eyes. Oh, there's a bunch of old people. You know, I do. I do, I do. I do comedy and magic. I'm doing. I'll be there mm -hmm. Saturday night, uh, tomorrow night, and it's. That crowd is just so fucking great yeah, time yeah. and time again. Uh, I mean, it's just perfect. Yeah, yeah. You can just, cr and oh God, last week I was at Bobby Collins, George Lives up the street from me. Oh, I mean, all these guys, it's like, man, it's like fucking Jurassic Park in this green room. <laughs> Bobby this Collins, darker than George Wallace. But darker than George, I mean, everybody was saying that to him. He walked oh, really? in like, why hilarious. are you so tan? And he's like, oh, I was at, yeah, he goes, I was just playing Detroit. I'm like, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> He, uh, I told, I'm like, I'm like, hey, Bob, we, we worked Vegas together one time, and he was at the pool every day. And I'm like, Bobby, you live two blocks away from me. Come hang out at my pool this summer. We'll write jokes. Love to. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun to watch fucking pros like that. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I sit back, as, as long as I've been in the business, I watch those guys. They're fucking pros, man. Yeah. Bobby, George, Wallace, uh, um, uh, Larry Miller was there. Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, it's just fuck, man. Yeah. So good. But Larry Miller's doing the same bit he did no. 30 years ago. Collins will... You know, yeah. he's doing new stuff and everything right. like that. But yeah, yeah Carl's just, is still out doing clubs and stuff. Yeah, I like Bob. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. He's a really nice guy. All right, you guys, uh, at Murray V on Twitter, at Chris Fangiola on Twitter. Uh, come check him out when he comes to your town. Very funny. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, guys. You want to know about life on the road? 
It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns. And these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs. And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette. <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set. And middle acts doing blow more missing merch. And drive the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon.